behind the glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rick, what have you been up to beer-related lately? Beer-related? Hmm. Not, not much, really. Um, aside from what we've been doing here, nothing. Um, finally got rid of my mead. Hmm? I put some Energizer in it, and I, I think I just waited too long on that. I think my yeast was just effed. But the fruit was pretty slimy and gross-looking. And so I was like, meh, I'll try this again when I had, like, I did it at a bad time. So I did it as soon as I got done with school. And then I got hired at my full-time job, my career. And so that was like way in the back burner. Mm -hmm. So it, it just, I did it at a bad time where I didn't, wasn't able to pay attention to it. Then I moved and left the mead at my parents' house where I moved from. So I wasn't even living at the place I had the mead. And so it just... But today I dumped it out. It smelled good, but I did a gravity just to see. Okay. And it was still like 1070. Like it hadn't fermented more. So it smelled nice. So I know... And I and it wasn't like moldy or infected. So I know that it had some alcohol in it. But... I dumped it because I had to get rid of it. My dad was complaining about it being in the basement. <laughs> and the fruit looked pretty nasty. Yeah. So I figure I'm going to try it again. And okay. I appreciate people who have pitched in to help with it. They're all next worried about time, your mead, man. Yeah. Well, next time, now I have Thomas sent the yeast energizer. Yep. So I appreciate that. I'm going to use that right away. Good and use call. the nutrient right away. And make, like, I'm going to brew it again. Uh, pretty soon here, actually. Planning on probably next week or the week after. I'm going to do the mead and then use all that stuff right away so I don't my yeast doesn't die. And I got the right yeast now because mm-hmm. I used Safeville US05 for the first round. Okay. Then I put wine yeast in, and I think it's just too much crap going on. So I'm going to start with the wine yeast now, too, the white wine yeast. Okay. So I'm gonna do it right this time. Oh, I learned good. from my learned from your previous mistakes, <laughs> yeah. and so I'm gonna do it better. And yeah, so that's that's the plan with the mead. Other than that, I haven't really done much right. else. Um, I brewed the saison uh, this this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got that knocked out. Um, got a bunch of it. It's fermenting away, going bloop 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 bloop. That's the bottled the piwo. Oh, the cursed beer. Um, so we got that sitting over there, carving up. Pretty excited. It, it's interesting. Yeah, we tried a little bit of it. Yep. But we'll see how it carbs up and how it tastes once it, that's done. Mm-hmm. It's not as smoky as I thought it was going to be. Which well, you said is normal for that style. Yeah, and it's like now <clears throat> that it's fermented out, the yeah. smoke has dropped out. Even well, more. I just. I hear smoke, and I'm like, gross. Yeah. Get it out of my beer. But this, actually, when we tried, and I mean, this says nothing about the style, just when we tried, like, the fermented flat sample. Were you around for the f- 
No, yeah. I just bottled that yesterday, man. Oh, you did? Yeah, you were what not around. What did we bottle? Uh, we did something else smoked, or was that no, this? That, that was that was the that, oh, that was, was the when wart. we brewed this. Yeah, that was okay. the wort. Yeah. Either way, the wort didn't have as much smoke yep. as I thought it would. Yeah, and then the fermentations mellowed it out even more. Okay. So now I'm not as as unexcited about this mm-hmm. beer. I thought it was going to taste like liquid smoke. Yeah. Like butt. Whatever. So, yeah. Um, that's that's really about it, brewing-wise. Uh, just trying to get everything organized over there and figure out what we have and... Uh, gotta gotta get rid of some of the bad batches yet. Still have to dump the goza and the double IPA. Yeah. Uh, so that that was kind of a bummer. Mm. But but that's okay. Let's talk about something better. Let's talk about uh, another style. That yeah. We may have another carbonation issue. Actually, do you mind just grabbing another bottle randomly out of there and let's just pop it and see? Yeah. This uh, is the uh, the wheat wine. Yeah, it's yeah. just on the top over there. Uh, yeah, because we popped this one. Uh, I chilled this one before the show, and it looks like we 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 bottled this one the same day we did the double IPA, and so I think there was something. Uh, well, I know we used the wrong sugar. Uh, so you just want me to crack it. Um, hold. It. Well, yeah, just crack it and see what happens here. Yeah, a little bit of a hiss, but not not much. Here, let's let me see if I can pour it in here and. Get any sort of head. That one's better. A little bit better. It's mixing with the old one too, though. Yeah. Well, I'll drain this glass and we'll try it in here. Yeah, we can see. Wish I had another glass to. (laughs) There you go. Just pound that. Wheat wine. Just (sighs) just pound some wheat wine. It's slightly better. Yeah, it's slightly better. So maybe some more time, maybe. Maybe they just haven't had enough time. Yeah, I think that might be the case. But, all right, we'll try it. Yeah. This one actually has some carbonation, so that's... Yeah, it does. All right. <laughs> we might not have to dump another batch. <laughs> it's just that... Bo- yeah, this one looks a lot better. Yes, it does. Okay, all right. Sorry. <laughs> let's let's actually talk about this style. So while we're tasting this here... Um, well, when I did that shot, it wasn't bad, so... Yeah. All right, uh, so a richly, richly textured, high-alcohol sipping beer with a significant grainy, bready flavor, sleek body. Uh, the emphasis is first on the bready, weedy flavors with interesting complexity from malt, hops, fruity yeast character, and alcohol complexity. Uh, just going over the... I should go over the recipe for this again real quick. Uh, we did eight pounds of two-row, six pounds of red wheat malt, six pounds of white wheat malt, two pounds of honey malt... For an OG of 1116 uh, and a final gravity of 1028. So definitely on the sweeter side to begin mm-hmm. with, with an ABV of 11.5%. It's a big boy. Oops. Oops. I just did a lot of that. Yeah, you just slugged. That's why I was saying, wow, man. Just <laughs> slugged a whole half glass of that. Oops. All right, so. Probably about five ounces. Let's of it. talk aroma here. Uh, hop aroma is mild and can represent just about any late. Uh, hop aromatic, moderate to moderately strong, bready, uh, weedy malt character, often with additional malt complexity such as honey and caramel. A light, clean alcohol aroma may be noted. Low to medium fruity notes may be apparent. Uh, very low levels of diastole are acceptable but not required. Vizen yeast character, uh, uh, banana clove is inappropriate. Inappropriate. Uh, yeah, try that one. Yeah, I'm going to try this one. 
I can't get any aroma off the flat one. Yeah, there's definitely some aroma in this one. Uh, bready yeah. with, a, like, some hops. Mm-hmm. And the booze is definitely there. Yep. But it's not, like, it's, a solventy booze. No, it's like a sweet booze flavor, smell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say we hit the aroma, man. I think the aroma's f just fine. For sure. It matches right. up. Uh, so appearance? Mark. Hey, we're off to a better start than we were with the double IPA. Yeah, we, we are. So, whew. All right. Appearance. Color ranges from gold to deep amber, often with garnet or ruby highlights. Low to medium, off-white head. The head may have creamy texture and good retention. May. So not necessarily will yeah. because of the high booze. Right. Chill haze is allowable. It usually clears up as the beer gets warmer. High alcohol and viscosity may be visible in legs when the beer is swirled in the glass. Yep, we got the legs. Yep. We have, let's see, this is a... This is, I'd say it's amber. Yeah. So we're, we're right in the middle of the color range. Definitely like, amber. Yep, it's not dark amber, just amber. Which is just yeah. fine for the color. Um. So the carbonation, a little low, so we didn't have much head. Yeah, and we, I mean, we can also see if leaving it out a little yeah, longer. Yeah, yeah, we might revisit this one. Yeah. Um, if we if it's real close, well, I think we'll just if we revisit it, it'll probably just to see if it carbonated up. Right. But even because it's such a high alcohol beer, it doesn't need a lot of carbonation mm -hmm. to judge it. So yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it, it like spoilers. Been drinking it, not that yeah. bad. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Appearance. I think we're there. I think we got appearance. Yeah. yeah. I think we got it. All right. Flavor. Moderate to moderately high weedy malt flavor. Dominant. In the flavor balance over any hop character, low to moderate bready, toasty caramel or honey malt notes are welcome in, or welcome complexity notes, although not required. Hop flavor is low to medium and can re reflect any variety. Moderate to moderately high fruitiness, often with a dried fruit character. Hop bitterness may range from low to moderate. Balance therefore ranges from malty to evenly balanced. Should not be syrupy or under attenuated. All right. We definitely have that wheat. Oh, wheat, Matt, man. Yeah. Wheat and caramel. Um, wheat, caramel, uh, definitely honey is in the flavor. Yep. Um, and mm. a uh, like a plum. Yeah, there is plum. That's There's, what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big plum note on the back end there. There is. Then there's that. It's a pretty low hot bitterness, but I can taste it in it's there. It's there? Yeah. Um, but I think the alcohol kind of diminishes it a little bit. I think so, there's, too. There's, like, a big alcohol sweetness right at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a sweet alcohol flavor mm -hmm. through and through on this. Not syrupy, though. No, it's not syrupy. It's thicker. Yep, but, but, we, it, we, but you know, uh, mouthfeel-wise, you want some body yeah. to this. So. And well, I think the mouthfeel on that, what they said, it's slick. No. You don't want slick mouth. I'm not getting slick. I thought they said mm -hmm. in there. They want... Got in the flavor? Mm-mm. Mm -hmm. I feel you want uh, medium full to full-bodied and chewy. Often oh, with chewy. a luscious, velvety texture. Where did I get that? Slickness is a uh, an off characteristic. Yeah. No, I, I didn't think it was slick. But I thought that I thought I heard you say that somewhere. Maybe I didn't. I don't think I did. Huh. Either way, um, yeah, no, it's definitely a full-bodied beer, but it's not um, syrupy. 
Alright, uh, so flavor, yay or nay? I think we got the flavor, buddy. I think we got the flavor. Uh, so mouthfeel, we're looking for medium, full to full-bodied and chewy, often with a luscious, velvety texture. Low to moderate carbonation. Light to moderate, smooth alcohol warming may also be present. Definitely low carbonation. Yeah, I think we um, might be just a little beyond low. Yeah, we're just, we're right on that cusp. It needs, so it needs some does, more time. Yeah, if this doesn't carb out more, I then think that'll probably be the only thing we missed so far. Mm-hmm. But the uh, rest of the mouth feels good. It's full-bodied. This yeah. is This is a chewy beer. Mm-hmm. Even without that carbonation, uh, there is definitely a moderate smooth alcohol warming. Yeah. But that may be because I've drank half a bottle and then yeah. some so far. Yeah. No, it's definitely smooth. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, I, I don't know. I'm With the carbonation being slow, I'm really on the fence about giving this one a pl- pl- uh, thumbs up right now. I mean, everything's hit except for the carb. I th- I still think it's a thumbs up. I think so. I do. Um, yeah. I think so. I uh, I think because I really think that the carbonation's only because it needs a little more time. Yeah. So we can revisit and we'll revisit this. Revisit. Well, so what we're gonna do is in probably because we got we got another bar we got the other barley one coming down uh, mm-hmm. next week. So I think in like six, six to eight months, we're going to do a high alcohol beer revisit yeah. with the English, the American, and the wheat wine. Sure. So that would be a good time to kind of revisit this and yeah. see. So for now, I'm comfortable giving it a thumbs up because we hit everything except for the carbonation. Um, so meh. if we would have force carved this, it would have been fine. That's true. So really... I don't think we messed up the beer. You're right. We just need to keg all of the beers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <coughs> all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. When, when you put it that way, I'm definitely comfortable with that. I'm going to go with hit style then. Yeah. We hit the all style. Right. Woo. That's and, good because there was a couple of weeks of... And uh, even if it doesn't carve out, that's really a packaging problem. Like, right yeah, not a, end. But the beer still hits style. It's yep. still all... The flavor is right. Okay. Cool. I, I like I like the way you think, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hit style. All right, we got one more beer that we got to try. Yeah. And w- let me grab that. Yeah. Uh, While well, you're grabbing that, this is the beer you guys have been hearing about for well, I think since we started uh, the show. Yeah. Or the 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 every style challenge. So for almost 25 weeks now, you guys have been hearing about this. <laughs> uh, and. The uh, the the ridiculous question. Hey Rick, have you bottled your stout yet? <laughs> yes. So, what I have here is officially named the "Have you bottled that yet?" Stout. <laughs> so we get to try it. I'm I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I, I'm gonna rinse my one. Uh, glass with some other beer. Yeah, I cracked one open earlier today to see if it was carved. And it was appropriately carved. I tried it. I'm going to reserve my comments until you try it. All right. Uh, so style-wise, uh, style what, what are we looking at here? Um, uh, and, I mean, we won't we won't look at the style guidelines, but just... Oh, it's a um, Russian Imperial Stout. Okay. So um, just a pretty standard Russian Well, can Russian you tell Imperial. me about this beer before I dive into it? <clears throat> it was... A kit. 
from Northern Brewer. Okay. Um, it was liquid malt extract. So, you know, I followed pretty much the instructions. Um, I think I changed the hops on it, but I can't remember what originally they had and what I changed it to. Okay. Other than that, it should be like along whatever they did. I think it, I think it, I think I changed the hops because the kit. I don't know if I didn't have the hops. I didn't buy like an actual kit. I followed a recipe and bought the ingredients, and they didn't have the hops that they wanted in the beer available to ship like next day. And so I ordered, I think I replaced, God, I can't remember. I can't remember what the hops were. But that was the only thing I switched. And I stayed within, I believe, within kind of the same type of hop. Okay. So I didn't go, like, put Citra in a Russian Imperial Stout or anything. Uh, Do you know what the numbers were on this at all? Like, starting, finishing, or even, like, ballpark ABV? I want to say... I think the ballpark ABV is somewhere around nine. Okay. And I want to say starting was somewhere in like 1070, 1080. And finishing was somewhere around like 1010 to 1020-ish. Somewhere in that range. I'm not positive and I can't really remember. But that's, uh, that's basically what we got. So the first thing I noticed... <laughs> Man, I'm smelling some banana. <laughs> yeah. There's some banana. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's supposed to be no banana. There's supposed to be no banana. <laughs> now, there's definitely some banana in the aroma. Like, a, yeah, almost like a Laffy Taffy type character. Yep. Appearance-wise, uh, good, like, mocha head on it. Yeah. Good retention. And it's black. And, yeah, it is It is pitch black. Yep. Um, yeah, like even holding it up to the light, no, no pass through at all. None of that no. ruby highlight stuff. It's black. Um, <clears throat> so I mean, it looks like a Russian imperial. The banana throws me. Yep. Um, but it's okay. I think that was probably from it sitting too long. Um, I would say either that or high fermentation temps. Um, oh yeah, you you mentioned that. Yep. And and I mean that minor could have been the case that it. <clears throat> It was in the basement, and it was winter, so I don't know if it probably didn't start with high fermentation temperature, and I don't, like, it did most of the fermentation right away, and it was right about 56 degrees. Okay. So it shouldn't have been too high of a fermentation temperature. You know what yeast you used? Um, I don't remember what yeast it was. Okay. I could look back. I recorded all the stuff. All right. But, um... I don't remember. Because uh, the other option is the yeast was stressed. And so uh, it like then it would have uh, produced some esters. Mm-hmm. But it uh, doesn't detract from it at all. No, and the aroma has a lot more banana, I think, than the flavor. Yeah, I don't really pick up much. Uh, I mean, I get I get some... Uh, some right like, on the front, I yep. can taste the banana. I get I get some sweet uh, like some sweeter fruit characteristics yeah. right away. Uh, then I get like a nice uh, like dark roast coffee esque note. Yep. Uh, and then it finishes out with almost like a milk chocolate. Yeah, it has. Well, what I when I was appraising it, 
or like a dark milk chocolate. Like the uh, forend of it is not the my favorite, but then once you get to the, like the middle of your sip, it's that like roasty coffee, and then it kind of goes with molasses into like a milk chocolatey type of thing. Oh yeah, I can see the molasses there. Yeah, that yeah that like burnt sugar. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, man, this is a this is a good beer. Yeah, I think it actually. I mean, for how little I paid attention to it, <laughs> it turned it out drinkable, turned man, out quite like, well. Um, so I mean, I've had better stouts, but but I've also had worse stouts. Yeah, from too. big breweries. Yeah, so. yeah. It actually it turned out better than I expected because when I brought it over here to bottle it, I was like. We might just open this and fucking dump it because it might be gross. And I mean, part of me was hoping that because <clears throat> part of me was too, actually. But we put it in bombers, so at least there's that. But yeah, I I think it turned out pretty well. Yeah, going from that back to my uh, my bitter, like this beer tastes like nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> just washing it down with some water, right? I need the three and a half to balance out these monsters. Yeah, we've got... These are both big beers. Yeah. I know, I like it. Uh, You did a good job. Good job, man. Well, I appreciate that. I I did... I was careful on brew day. Yep. And then things got away from me after that. Because same thing with... I made the mead the same day. Mm -hmm. So, but... This worked out a lot better than the mead. Well, and I mean, fermentation stuff that's easy to figure out and fix. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and you didn't have any packaging issues because we figured out what our packaging issues were and we fixed them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, the, like that's that's part of the that's part of the fun thing about doing our home brewing is it's all different. Like, like you, you learn from your mistakes and you move on and you're not out that much and you've learned something right. from it. So, yep. No, and, and it's nice when you think that a beer could turn out bad, and it turns out yeah, quite drinkable. when you when you get pleasant surprises like that. Yeah. I mean, this not the best I've had, not the worst. No, if Definitely I sat if I sat stout. down in a new brewery and was given this, and I wasn't a home brewer, I would enjoy that beer. Yeah, it would if you were a home brewer, it'd confuse you with the banana aroma. Yes, no, yeah, then I'd be like. <laughs> I would just stand up in the bar, take the glass, throw it against the wall, and yell, no banana, and walk out. It's exactly what I would do, too. No banana. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, some banana aroma got in here. But Honestly, it's probably just God fucking with us. It might be. It might be like... Oh, you guys don't like banana? These guys hate banana. Guess what? This smells like banana Laffy Daffy now. It's strange how much it smells like banana versus how little the banana affects yeah. the taste, though. Yeah, you don't you don't really get any uh, banana clove in the in the taste there, so... Not at all. And I know I didn't use it. But it, it definitely smells like you used half of ice and yeast. It does. It smells that way. It smells like... like Banana is the forefront of the smell. Yep, it smells a lot like banana. But I'm happy that the flavor is this not. This is bad. a uh, Russian Imperial Hefeweizen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it'd be a Dunkelweizen. There you go. <laughs> this beer turned out a little weird. It's okay, man. It turned out good, and it's fun. Like, yeah, it's all it's. And when it comes down to it, it's all just beer. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. That's that's the best part is it's just beer. You don't got to worry about it too much. Mm-hmm. Except for this next beer that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, this one's a little so, strange. Uh, this week we're talking about another historical beer, the Sati. So we've done the Piwo. We've done the Goza. The Goza did not turn out. That was a mistake. Looks like the Piwo might turn out. Uh, and this will be our third historical beer. And the weirdest one by far, so far. Yeah. Like, I thought, like, 100% smoked wheat malt was weird. <laughs> ain't got nothing on the fins, man. <laughs> the Finnish people were like, oh, you thought that was weird. Check out the side. Look what we did. <laughs> All right. So, the overall impression of this beer, it's a sweet Heavy, strong, traditional Finnish beer with rye, juniper, and juniper berry flavor, and a strong banana clove yeast character. Yeah. So basically, gin with bananas. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> lots of banana on this one. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna put which, you in charge of banana. Which? <laughs> uh, this is this has got strong banana yeast. It looks like flavor and everything. Yeah. Just it's all about it. This is not, this goes against everything we believe in. <laughs> uh, we we did the uh, we did the Mario Kart live stream last night. Yeah. And uh, Thomas was in the chat, like, and every time a banana came up on the screen, he would just type, no banana. <laughs> That's appropriate. <laughs> all right. You want to hit the aroma? All right, aroma. High banana esters with moderate to moderately high clove-like phenolics. Not sour. May have a low to moderate juniper character, grainy malt, caramel, and rye in the background. Light alcohol aroma, sweet malt impression. Okay. Uh, Appearance, pale yellow to dark brown color. Most are medium to dark amber. Generally quite cloudy, unfiltered. Little head due to low carbonation. The flavor. Strong banana. Man, they are really just beating you over yeah. the head with a banana. No, here, they're they're really like for true though, banana. Yeah. Like <laughs> so. for reals this time. <laughs> Shut this up, Gary. No clove. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Strong banana and moderate to moderately high clove yeast character. Damn it, Gary! <laughs> <laughs> Gary got in there. <laughs> moderate grainy rye flavor. Low bitterness, fairly sweet finish. Juniper can add a pine-like flavor. Juniper berries can add a gin-like flavor. Both should be complementary, not dominant. How do you not have juniper be dominant in anything you put juniper I don't in? know. I guess we have to put like... Two berries. Like one third of a half of a berry. Like, <laughs> those things are potent. Like we gotta like show the wart berries <laughs> and yeah. then hide them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, so not dominant. No noticeable hop flavor. Moderate caramel flavor, but no roast. Multi-layered and complex with kind. With kind of a wartiness that is unusual in other beer styles, not sour. Again, just saying, not sour. No sour. <laughs> Don't sour this, then you screwed up. 
Yeah, it's not sour. Yes. So if it's sour, it shouldn't be sour. It's no. not sour. Sour is, not that's sour. too much flavor for the Finns. They can't have it. <laughs> but they can have banana mixed with gin. They really like banana gins. <laughs> Which sounds atrocious, but okay. Get a lot of this mouthfeel description. <laughs> Thick, viscous, and heavy with protein. <laughs> That sounds like, that literally sounds like I just asked you to describe what you don't want in a mouthfeel for a beer. <laughs> Motor oil. <laughs> it's, no I want, oil I want a 1040. No so yeah, this is a no boil beer. Yeah. Uh, nearly still to medium low carbonation. So about this wheat wine carbonation. Yeah. <laughs> so we figured that out. Uh <laughs> Strongly warming from the alcohol level and young age, but often masked by sweetness. Wow, that is quite a mouthfeel description. Thick, viscous, and heavy with protein. The mouthfeel is so far what's making me not look forward it's to this beer. Thick and viscous and heavy with protein. See, it almost <laughs> sounds sexy until you say heavy with protein. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good, no matter then we, what. Then we crossed a line into yeah. icky. <laughs> Am I drinking beef jerky? What's happening? This beer does not sound promising, but I'm going to give it a chance. Yeah, man, we got to give them all a I'm chance. Keep my mind open. We'll brew it. Give it a chance. But everything I'm reading sounds like somebody wrote well, a book man, about I what like, not And the to best brew. part is, is like I'm real low on propane. <laughs> Don't really need any for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the comments. The use of rye doesn't mean that it should taste like car- caraway. Mm-hmm. Um, a dominant flavor in rye bread. The use of juniper berries will give a flavor like gin, similarly flavored with juniper berries. The juniper acts a bit like hops in the balance and flavor, providing some counterpoint to the sweet malt. Uh, history, an indigenous traditional style from Finland, a farmhouse tradition for at least 500 years, often brewed for festive occasions like summer weddings and consumed within a week or two of brewing. Uh, a similar tradition exists in Estonia, where the beer is also or is known as kadolu. Wow. So characteristic kadolu. ingredients would include malted barley along with malted and unmalted grains, often rye. Low hops, the juniper boughs, yes, it's boughs. Yep, used for loudering, traditionally in a hollowed-out log. What? You can't <laughs> sanitize a log. We have to get a log now, dude. I don't want to get a log. Traditionally in a hollowed-out log, <laughs> but often producing a juniper berry character. Often uses top fermenting baker's yeast in a fast. Warm fermentation. German Weizen yeast is a good. Yeah, substitute. we're using Weizen yeast because yeah, not there, there's yeast. there's enough problems in this. Like we're putting sticks in the beer. Yeah, <laughs> not boiled. A long mash steep is used with a separately added hop tea. Okay, but no hops. This beer is kind of dumb. Well, I'm just gonna say so, it right so, now. Uh, I, I've, I think I figured it out why this beer is the way it is. 
Well, they don't have hops in Finland or what? No, no. It's a, like, when we get to the vital stats, you'll understand. But actually, so, the just the AB, ABV range on this beer is 7 to 11%. Yeah. So this is basically, like, just hooch. Okay. To, like, it's like... That makes sense. Yeah. And I was, like, when I was when I was doing the research on this... They would malt their grains in their saunas with them. So they would just bring sacks of grain into the sauna and hang out with it for a while until it started to sprout. The fins are weird, man. <laughs> and they're like, well, we got our we got our booze now, or our booze grains. Here we go. It, it, like, oh dude, sweet. You got you get your sauna grain? I got a hollowed out log. Let's just <laughs> let's just see what happens. <laughs> Make some beer. Let's just put all this together over a little bit of a fire, pour some water in it. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Oh, your daughter's getting married next week. I'll bring the hooch. Sweet, dude. I got a tree out back. We can cut some limbs off. Throw some berries in. Let's do it. It's gonna be great. Your wife's got some bread yeast left over. Let's throw it in. Hey, yeah. man, this stuff isn't good. Give it three glasses. <laughs> this stuff is great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be a weird experience. Yep. We, what we may have done was just incredibly insensitive to <clears throat> the Finns. I apologize. It could be. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what they get offended about. If, we, if that was offensive, we apologize. I don't know any Finnish stereotypes, so I don't know if we just triggered a whole bunch of them or not. <laughs> we just created a bunch of new ones. <laughs> Finns always carrying around hollowed out logs. <laughs> Getting drunk off hollowed out logs. <laughs> Bringing their grain into their saunas with them to malt it. <laughs> That's so Finnish. <laughs> we just made a bunch of weird stuff. <laughs> what are you, some kind of Finn? Take that sack of grain out of here. <laughs> I feel like that'd be fair if someone showed up in a sauna with a sack of grain, though. <laughs> Seriously, though, are you finished? Like, oh man, uh, style comparison: uh, strong resemblance to Weizenbox, but th sweet and thick with a rye and juniper character. <laughs> I feel like we're making maple syrup. <laughs> Vital stats here. We got some ranges here, buddy. All right, IBUs, 7 to 15, SRM, 4 to 22. Might be light, might be super dark, who Depends knows? on how long we sat in the sauna, man, I don't... <laughs> OG, 1076 to 1120, somewhere way up there. Yep. Final gravity, 1016 to 1020. So you should start who knows where and then end in a very specific four point, <laughs> point four range yep or point zero four okay thanks finland abv of 7.0211.0 that's not a big range at all <laughs> so it might be pretty alcoholic you might just get hammered off two glasses who knows <laughs> so we what we need to do is we need to do this traditionally so <clears throat> We're going to grow some grain, put it in a bag, go sit in a sauna for a while. Yeah. Uh, then you find a log. Yep. Hollow it out somehow. Yeah. Like, do we find the log pre-hollowed? 
or do we cut a log and hollow it? I feel, I feel like, like we have to hollow the log. Yeah, I feel like we have to hollow it out because it's a hollowed out log. Like it sounds like that's intentional. Okay. Yeah. And then we then we put juniper boughs at the bottom of the log and then filter the beer through it. Yeah. I think that's the only Why way. Why do we need the log? I'm not sure, but it says it. <laughs> Traditionally in a hollowed out log. kind of beer is this? I don't know. It's the first beer that's going to require a hike to find ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go. First of all, we have to, we have to figure out how to identify a right. juniper, uh, juniper we bush. We don't know. We're not, we're not juniper identification experts. Nope. So we got to figure that out. Luckily, we have I think internet. a juniper is like some sort of evergreen, right? Yep, yep. It's, okay. it's it's a coniferous tree yeah. with scale-like needles instead right. of like the, the pointy pine needles. Yeah, we're going to need uh, to bring and a it's, picture. Yep, and well, yeah, we'll bring our phones. Do we have a junipers around here? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're super common in this area. All right, we're going to go find them. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I figured we'd head up to the park. Yeah. Because there's, there's a big like... Uh, in in the park, there's a, there's a bunch of like pine trees and stuff in that area. And yeah. I figured... Birds of a feather flock together. Right. So there's some pine trees. There's probably some junipers. We're gonna wing it. We're gonna find. We're it. gonna kind of wing it. Probably. Put a th- we'll probably throw a pine cone in there. Why not? Who knows? Like, <laughs> this is like a berry, right? Yeah. It might be like it. <laughs> this might work. <laughs> All right. So I did a bunch of research on this because how can you not? Well, you have to if it's, you're gonna brew it. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely insane. So, uh, a lot of the, like, oh, uh, and my favorite part about this style uh, is the commercial examples line. It's commercial examples, now made year-round by several breweries in Finland. <laughs> That's convenient. Those are not examples. <laughs> That's a fun fact. That's not examples. <laughs> Damn it, Greg. <laughs> Alright, so they like malt bills, uh they seem to always they seem to all be like five to ten percent rye, five to ten percent crystal malt, and then just eighty percent of some sort of base malt. Okay. Um and if we want like cause uh the the way these are made is they just kind of throw together whatever they have. Yeah. And make beer. Yeah. So there's not, there's not like, a, there's nothing like super consistent about it. So we'll probably use like just ingredients that are available to us, sure. Like, uh, you know, just some local rye, some crystal, and some base malt. Like, it's probably two row. That works, right? Um, so the unusual uh, ingredients. If we're gonna put hops in it, we need to use aged hops. Luckily, we have some of that on hand. Yeah. So. Uh, because then you're not you're not imparting you're you're uh, you're just getting the uh, what's what's the the, pre- the preserving qualities of the hops without the flavor. Sure. And so we need that uh, juniper boughs, which are sticks. Yep. Uh, juniper berries, which are berries. Yes. And it should just say juniper berry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, and then. So the process, uh, it's a no-boil beer. We might do a quick 15-minute boil just for sanitation. But at the same time, maybe not. Yeah. Like, if they're saying no, maybe we shouldn't. I think we don't boil it. I think we don't boil it. And if we it, have yeah. to dump it, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be a little confused. <laughs> but 
I it's the problem is it's gonna be like forty dollars in grain. Yeah. But I don't know. We can't boil it. So it's yeah. not boiled specifically. Do not boil. A long so. mash steep. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So uh, then you mash for sixty minutes is normal. Then you put in your twigs and berries, and your your uh, any hops that you're gonna add, and then you louder it for a bit. You know, mm-hmm. you just cycle the wort through. Then uh, you then. Like, if we're not boiling, we might as well just, like, mash out directly into the fermenter. Yeah. Then we sparge, louder some more, and mash out directly, or sparge right out into the fermenter. Yeah. And we're done. Yeah. And we just put sticks in our beer. Yep. I can't get over that, man. (laughs) We're going to be doing it, I guess. Like, I'm just waiting for that day. Like, all right, get the sticks. (laughs) Do you think... Like, we should boil the sticks? No, man. And then put them in I don't there? think the fins would. <sighs> it's just... You might boil out some of the flavors. Whatever. You need right. some of those stick flavors, man. I guess. You're right. I, I mean, we I... We just gotta... We're I, gonna have to try it. I completely it. agree with you <laughs> that we should boil the sticks, but I also don't want to boil out the sap in the sticks, because we need the sap for the flavor. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, Whatever. I don't know. I don't we'll know see. what's actually adding the flavor here. I don't know if it's the 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 green shit, the uh, the the brown shit. Who knows? I, I, <laughs> we'll just do it how they say and see what happens. We're gonna do it in a bucket, not in a good fermenter. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a very good idea. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll put it in the in the one that we have the uh, balloonar in. <laughs> yeah. Then. Yeah. All right. So we gotta make a recipe. Yeah. All right. So, recipes, new recipe. Man, do you think uh, Brutoad has sati for a... Uh, I have no idea. I doubt it. This is an all-grain... S-A... No, they do not. Let's see. What should I put it under? I don't know. Not beer? Other? Do they have an other? <laughs> they should. Uh, we'll put it under wheat wine, I guess. Well, no, wait, there's not a wheat wine either. Wood-aged beer. <laughs> it has wood in it. <laughs> All right, fermentables. So I'm thinking two-row because it's cheap. Let's do it. It's what's um, available to us. And then we need rye. I just want regular rye. Thank you. All right, and then how dark we want to make this. Yeah. I'm thinking like crystal 40 maybe. 40. Yeah. Crystal 40. Sure. That'll work. All right. So you like 14 uh, 2 oh, no 1 oh, That's not high enough. 15 2 2 What's, uh, that only gets me to 298. What if we do 16? It's 11.03. Well, how high do we, how high ABV do we want to go on this? Uh, I don't know. It's nine? It's in the middle. Well, I, I, okay, I'm just trying to figure out where I want to. 
So if I do 12 pounds, that puts me at 1082. Well, let's let's go with like a seven. Like let's shoot for a lower ABV because then we have to use less grain in case this turns out bad. Right, and so then we have to we spend need, less money. Need some half of Eisen yeast. Sure. Okay, so that puts us at eight. I gotta drop these down though because then we use too much there. Alright, uh, 1072, does that fit within our range? Uh, 1072 is a little low. Okay. Oh, yeah. she's supposed to be 1076 to 1120. Okay, uh, if I do 15, and 2, and 2. Okay. 15 pounds of US 2 row, 2 pounds of rye, 2 pounds of crystal 40 gives us a... OG of 1098. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what? That we're not, not going to finish out good enough. Let's drop here. Put that there. Drop that down. Drop that down. There we go. 1088. And that'll finish out better. Um, so I did uh, drop the rye and the crystal down to one pound each. Okay. Um, so we have about 6% of each of those in the, in the beer. Uh, so for 1088, uh, put us just around 9% ABV. Okay. Uh, I have no hops listed. Uh, let's see. There's juniper, juniper berries on there. There we go. And then sticks. No. <laughs> <laughs> sticks. <laughs> Let's just do one each. For, I don't know, seven days, I guess. I don't know. This is juniper berries. This this is such a stupid beer. Yep. Like, I, I, feel, I feel so bad like, saying that, but man, I'm not excited for this one. I'm not either. They're going to have a 9% uh, banana gin. <laughs> With zero IBUs. Yes. We might throw some, like, eight shops in there, just, like, a handful, I guess. Like, because we got some holy. Yeah. Well, and they're I'll local, to, so. We'll have to throw a little bit of stuff in there, but, yeah. Yeah, we'll throw sure. some, we'll throw some oxidized whole leaf in there. It'll be great. Yeah, sure. Why not? Can't hurt. <laughs> it's not going to make it worse. There this is beer's going to be weird. It's not going to be, we, I feel like we're going in there saying this beer's going to be bad, but it's not. It's just going to be different. I think it's gonna be bad. No, I don't want to. I don't want to go in saying I'm that. I'm also gonna go with an open mind and be like, it could maybe be okay. it'll surprise me. Unfortunately, I don't think we're gonna be surprised. All right, <laughs> guys, thanks for tuning in this week. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to support us, head over to Patreon.com/slash Blindness Studios uh, and become a patron today. Every little uh, dollar helps. Uh, if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnosestudios.com, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage, and do your Amazon shopping as normal. It really helps us out. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnosestudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnosestudios. And uh, it was awesome seeing some of you guys' brewing pictures this past week, so keep that yeah, up. That was really we cool. We like that. Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.